When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone's having a joyous holiday season. I know it's before Christmas, but it's just around the corner, and it's hard to believe we only have about 12 days, less than two weeks left in this year, and we're entering a new decade, a decade of change, a decade of prosperity, and a decade of many things that are going to be good for you going forward. So for those that have not conducted their or put together their goals for 2020, there is still time. And when we talk about goals, we're not talking about just writing down some top-level goals. We're talking about getting very specific, clear, and concise. And if you guys need any help in that particular area, just reach out to us here at Sustainable Success. Uh, We'd be happy to uh, work with you on how to outline a specific life and business strategy, not only for for the coming year, but for the rest of your life in terms of your career, business, and personal life. Feel free to reach out to us here, Sustainable Success or Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. We want to welcome those that are new to Sustainable Success, as you found us here on Voice America Influencers Channel. You can also find us on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. We encourage you to check us out there as you can find many of our great guests that we've had on that you can listen to on demand that can make a difference in what you're doing in your business as well as your personal life. Again, it's Sustainable Success 2017. Our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, or EFA Movement, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process, but also helping not only fathers, but also mothers to become more interdependent in their communication and relationships, free of limited beliefs, so they can be better examples for their children to grow into more self-confident and have higher self-esteem as they become adults to not repeat the patterns of codependency that interfere with development. So again, check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Feel free to support the organization or provide your assistance. Again, this uh, uh, company is providing great resources and trainings to help you in your communities and in your businesses, as well as starting in the family. With that being said, we got a great show today. We're going to be talking about Find Your Fire, and I cannot wait to talk about this. This is a person I know personally, and her name is Heather Hanson O'Neill. And before we introduce Heather to talk about what she does best and why she does best, I'm going to give you a little background about her. So Heather is an award-winning keynote speaker, author, coach, and facilitator presenting to corporations, associations, and nonprofits on leadership, change, and breakthrough performance. For the past 20 years, Heather's company has helped clients from entrepreneurs of new businesses to Fortune 100 companies improve their relationships and lead more effectively in a rapidly changing business environment. So crucial here as we go into 2020. She has helped her clients create deeper, more meaningful relationships in sales, marketing, and customer service, resulting in increased customer loyalty and overall profit. She has developed programs that systemize processes, enabling increased efficiency, profitability, and service. In addition, the work she does to enhance understanding within and between departments has shown a better flow of productivity as well as higher ratings in employee satisfaction. And you're going to learn more where to find her later. And without further ado, we welcome Heather Hanson O'Neill to the show. Heather, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, Chris. Thank you so much. Great. It's such a pleasure to have you. We are, we're like, we're neighbors. We live in basically in, in the same area of here of uh, the greater Danbury, Connecticut area. And, and, and on this cold, freezing, <laughs> freezing day, <laughs> I'm sure you're going to deliver the fire today because we need it. <laughs> with that, <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> so with Is that, that being said, I mean, you, you've really built a quality brand around find your fire and, you know, we live in a we, we we live in a society, and this is also with business, where people are always looking to the outside for you know certain things. They're like quick fixes that are going to make their businesses or their personal lives more efficient. But 
really, it comes to really going within, finding that fire within, because that's where you're going to be able to solve the problems and be able to create the solutions. Talk about the concept of find your fire and you know what that means you know to someone in the business world whether if they're starting a business they run a small business or leading a fortune 100 corporation uh 100% thank you so much for inviting me on and for asking this question i'm very passionate about the fire and um i guess that comes through it's part of why i have a fire brand to begin with and if you want i can go back and tell that story but the whole sure, reason absolutely. that yeah, <laughs> all right i'll try to be brief with it uh when I was actually in advertising, I was golfing with one of my clients. I was telling him about this idea that I had. And he said, you know what, you have to do this. And I said, well, they're thinking about it, the company that I was working for. And he goes, no, you're a fireball. You have to start your own company and do this, and I'll be your first client. So uh, the fire brand comes from him calling me a fireball and being an amazing mentor. And because I, I did a good job for his company, he stuck by his word and he told everybody. But th- there's a couple of different things about this story that I love. First of all, it's so important to have mentors, to surround yourself with people who believe in you, uh, who see something in you and, and cultivate it, who've maybe been further along the path than you and can help you and show you the way. And it's also important to be, you know, to be passionate and to, to share your ideas and, and to have that energy so that people see that fire in you and then to follow through, to take the actions. And so what I do with the brand is I help people find that. A lot of the times there's something blocking them, but there is something inside everyone that they can get super excited about, that they can pull out of themselves and share with the world. And, and I help people do that. Wow, that's fabulous. That's fabulous. So, you know, talk about like, you know, what, you know, with your, you know, how you came into, you know, developing the find, find your fire brand, you know, with this mentor, you know, the person that you had mentored calling yeah. you a fireball and, you know, say, <laughs> you know, we have a lot of people, like you said, that listen to the show either live or on demand later. We typically, we get a lot of people yeah. with questions later, but, you know, talk about like, what are some things that people might be just not sure what that is, like what the fire is and what what, what do they be looking for mm-hmm. and what are some of the signs that they can tap into within to discover that? Okay, excellent question. I guess the first thing is to recognize when, when your fire is a little dim, when it's more of a little spark or maybe you're not feeling much of anything at all. That's when you're feeling dissatisfied with where you are, with what you're doing. Um, it, it's, it's a little bit arduous. You hit the, the snooze six, seven times because you're just not excited about what you're doing. That's a sign. That's a sign to say, you know what? I think I need to look a little bit harder within and find out, am I doing the right thing? Am I following my purpose? Do I have a path that excites me? Because if it's, if it's difficult each day because you're not in an environment that, uh, that you're passionate about, if you're not doing something that you feel you're really contributing to something in a, in a big way, you're helping people, you're, if you're not excited, then you need to look. You need to look at what's going on in your world. And for some people, they, they know what that thing is, that inner fire. They know what their purpose should be or they know what they should be doing, but they're not doing it because of some external circumstance. Maybe they found themselves along a path because they didn't really know what they wanted to do years ago and they just ended up doing the next thing that came up for them and 20 years goes by and they're like, wait a minute, I really hate what I'm doing. And for other people, they just don't know. And that, most people come to me and they seem really upset about this idea that, you know, you're talking about purpose and I don't know what my purpose is. So I want to alleviate any fear there and just say, that's okay. That happens a lot with people, and there are ways to find that. There are questions that you can ask to help you figure out what your unique skills are, what your gifts are, and what your purpose is so that you can really hone in on those areas and use your gifts 
to serve a bigger purpose, to do something in the world. Chris, I love your sponsor, you know, and EFA and what they're doing to help families. That's a bigger purpose, right? Because they're helping other people to cultivate relationships and stop, um, you know, negativity along the way and, and empowering people. That's amazing. And now some people can find it in the work. And if not, you can find it in other ways. So there's a lot of things that you can do. And I get really excited. So I'll pull back and let, ask, let you ask some more questions. But I could go yeah. on and on <laughs> about helping people find their purpose. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I mean, every this is a journey, you know, it depending upon whether it's in your business or personal life, it's all in one, right? So, you know, the key is yeah. you made some great points. I think a lot of times people put this pressure on themselves to find this purpose. And then what it, what happens is that sometimes they feel like, oh, my God, well, I don't know what it is. And everybody else I know found it and they're doing it. So maybe I have to do this. And they just, you know, out of default, you know, take somebody else's, you know, you know, a concept and, you know, instead of really just letting it flow and, and just going with the flow. I mean, what would you be your take? Like, you know, while they're going through that process, like some of the things that they could focus on in that meantime, you talked about asking questions, but maybe, maybe leveraging certain strengths or doing certain things that they Mm -hmm. do best. Yes. I mean, I think there are two, if I were to pick out two things that would be the most important for people to look at. One is to find joyful activities. People may sometimes feel like, oh, I don't have time to do those things that I that I really love to do because I've got to work and I've got to do this. And um, there's all this external pressure and following other people's priorities. But if you don't take that time to do things that bring you energy and joy and love into your life, then you're not going to be able to be open enough uh, or free enough to find the right path, right? So increase your energy, increase your ability to have fun um, by finding those joyful activities. And the other part is the main thing that I find with people is not that they don't have something. It's that there's something else blocking them. Mm. A lot of times, yeah, a lot of times we're we're given ideas and beliefs and judgments and assumptions and fears from other people, from, from maybe mistakes that we made in the past, but we didn't find the lesson. We instead were really hard on ourselves about the mistake and saw it as a failure. Um, or, you know, other people saying, maybe with the best of intentions, oh, you shouldn't do that. That's not right for you. Don't follow that path. You should do this other thing. Or, you know, or even some people with not the best of intentions limiting you. And, that is the primary reason that I find that people don't have that fire. It's because there are things blocking them. There are things that they're afraid of. There are beliefs that aren't even true that are keeping them uh, safe or stuck. They're feeling like they're not enough or that they don't have what it takes. And you said it just a moment ago where you said people are feeling like, like they don't know what to do and there's all this pressure and that everybody else knows. In this world today with social media, it looks as if yep. everybody else has it together, right? And it's Bad, so fantasy not land. We, <laughs> yeah, it's not true. So we need to cut ourselves some slack and recognize that we don't all have it together. We're humans. We make mistakes. We keep trying. And that's what we do. And to to be okay with who we are, and that enables us to really look at our belief system, to look at what's serving us and the fears and be able to release them so you can find that inner fire. That's so true. I mean, it, it, it's these things that are subconscious oftentimes. It, they just, obviously, they play mm-hmm. out consciously in the way they feel about themselves, whether if it's out of frustration, anger, uh, whatever they may be experiencing. And these are the things that they, you know, like you said, they project uh, into the future that are, don't even really, haven't even happened or probably won't happen unless they will it to happen, which can happen if that's way they keep thinking. So I mean, we exactly got about three Exactly, where we focus, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Feather, we got about less than three minutes before the break, but talk about in that case, if somebody if somebody doesn't know they're they're stuck, they're not where they want to be, they don't know why, what are some things that they can do right now just temporarily to kind of just kind of just, you know, let go and be in the flow and then allow, you know, over time, you know, the the, the figure out what could be holding them back. Okay, so real quickly, because we only have three minutes, I'll give you a couple of And we can talk ones. after the fact, one, too. We can continue, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, one I'll start with is to quiet the external noise. You know, we, we go about our lives with so much chaos all around us. We have, you know, with the great technologies that are around us, the downfall is that there's no, there's no quiet, and there's constant influx of texts and calls and people and craziness going on, and we don't take the time to stop and listen to our hearts. So that ability to kind of pull back from it and be present in the moment, get quiet and breathe and meditate and listen, that is really, really important to be able to figure out what you want and where you want to go and to get those creative, amazing ideas so that you can take action on them. So go to that quiet place. And once you're there, allow for that voice, your inner voice, to speak to you and then journal on it. You know, I, I think I'm a big fan of journaling things out because if you're writing a stream of consciousness, what's happening is all the good stuff is going to come out. But what first may come out is some of the negativity. Just let it flow. Just keep keep writing and writing until that those creative juices start flowing and the ideas start coming and the positive focus comes into play. Wow, that's powerful. So again, everybody that is listening, please take note. Again, if uh, you need to listen to what Heather said again, you can listen to this episode later today on demand. So it's very important. Everything we do here at Sustainable Success is about providing value, words of wisdom. But those words of wisdom are only going to work if you apply it to your situation and apply it from your truth. So again, these are golden nuggets that Heather is dropping here for everyone here. Uh, again, you're listening to su- Sustainable Success. We're going to need to go to break here, and but we're going to be coming right back. We've only just begun to find your fire, and we got more fire to bring you with Heather Hanson O'Neill, and we'll be right back after the break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. 
Well, welcome back again. We're here talking about Find Your Fire. Uh, we're here with Heather Hanson O'Neill. Again, she's an award-winning keynote speaker, author, coach, and facilitator to corporations, associations, and many different areas to change your business. So, Heather, where we left off, we were talking about you know some of the things that could be holding people back from really finding that fire from within. Let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about you know the 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 byproducts of that, and that is usually fear. It's usually that fear yeah. that creates this level of anxiety, and that could lead to procrastination. Whatever the case may be, talk about the fear aspect. How this can you know you know play a role in help you know preventing people from finding their fire, and what they can do to overcome that. Oh. It is. It's huge, Chris. It really is. Now, I've had my business for 21 years now, and and I've come to find how very, very important and what a motivator or a demotivator that fear can be for people. And, you know, a lot of times people are afraid to admit to the fears. So I kind of have for like 15 years had left it out of any of my marketing and just talked about it in my coaching with people because that's where the real transformation takes place. But in the last couple of years, I'm like, no, we have to be real open and honest about what's keeping us from the success that we say we want. And the fears keep us from the actions that we need to take in order to get to where we say we want to go, right? And so once you can address it, and that's that's why I started the From Fear to Fire podcast that you were amazing on, by the way. Oh, it's thank because, you. <laughs> my pleasure. It's because we need to address it, and we need to bring on the stories of people um, from experts to the person next door who went through a challenging time and found a way to work through that fear, some strategies on how they were able to deal with it, and then share those with the listener. Because when you can take away um, the inspiration that comes from people overcoming challenge, finding that, that fear, removing it, and then being able to see all that they have within and all that they are capable of doing. It's, it's unbelievably powerful, and it's where the real, like I said, the real transformation takes place. No, and it's so true. I mean, when people think like, well, you know, that, I mean, you know, to certain people out there, that they probably were born with fearless and and they just have what it takes to do. And that's not the case. Some of the people that are well-known, like business leaders, like the Richard Bransons of the world, Oh, we all have fear. We're human, just like you talked about before. We're, this is, we're not perfect. That's that's what makes us. That's what makes us perfect. That we're not perfect in a way. That that yeah. those imperfections are are all unique uh, in so many different ways to what we you know why and what we do. So talk a little bit right. about like you know that fear, even though it can you know it's something that can naturally come. But again, some of the things like you talked about, some of the things that that people. But talk, you know, talk about what if, if somebody's going through that right now. What would be maybe a scenario that you could think of from your coaching or a client, mm-hmm. a, co- a company you've worked for, you worked with that was te- took a fear or or fears and was able to kind of turn it in, turn it around into a strength, and uh, you know, oh my gosh. work ahead. This is so much fun for me. This is such an awesome topic because this is this is what it's all about. So I have so many stories, um, but I'll just start with the element of um, once you take the time and are brave enough to just look at these assumptions and judgments and fears that you have, you can make a decision about them. Um, when you kind of cover it up and say that, oh, no, no, I'm fine and I don't have any fears and I'm just going to, you know, be stuck where I am, that's not going to help you. But when you can really look at it, and oftentimes you need you may need help because you spent so many years covering it that you may not even know where it stems from. But once you have somebody that you can talk to about this and ask the right questions, you can look at it. And sometimes all it takes is a minor shift. All you have to do is kind of walk around the circle a little bit, see something from a new perspective, and you can then use the fear. Or sometimes it's such a limiting belief that you have to totally 
break through it, annihilate it, and let it go completely because it is not serving you at all. But taking the time to really discover what's been motivating you, what these fears are doing to you, which ones you can use and which ones you need to let go of. It's so powerful. So I have these really fun, um, people don't always see them as fun in the beginning, but they do in the end. It's like an eight-week Breaking Through Fear workshop where the graduation ceremony is to fly on the trapeze. Um, and wow. to see people, <laughs> I know it's so much fun, but to see people go from being absolutely petrified to flying and then just that scream of, yes, I did it. And, they, and coming off of the net saying, you know what, if I did that, I can do anything. But that's the thing. It doesn't have to be as extreme. I want people to know I'm, I'm an adventure junkie, so I do crazy things. Um, and sometimes I bring people along in my journey. But you don't have to do crazy things. But as long as you do something that is uncomfortable on a regular basis, what you're doing is you're building the muscle and you're expanding your comfort zone and you're, you're battling that fear every day so you can become more confident, more fired up, more able to take on opportunities that come up for you, to take on that promotion or start that business or ask that girl out or whatever it is for you that you're going through or your listeners are going through right now, the ability to get uncomfortable every day will help tremendously and the ability to really be honest and look at the fears that you have and what you need to do with them. You made a great point about, you know, when you talked about expanding your comfort zone, again, it doesn't have to be something you know, crazy, like, you know, you know, there might be something symbolic in doing like somebody jumping out of an airplane, right? You know, that some to most people, wow, I'm never going to do that. But nonetheless, <laughs> it could be something that could be have nothing to do with what you're you know, going to do in your business or your personal, but yet it's just something that's symbolic to say that if I can do that, I can do anything. So, you know, it doesn't have to be one, it doesn't have to be extreme, right? You just said it doesn't have to be extreme. It no, can just be one thing. Yeah. And what sometimes people, like I work a lot with salespeople, right? And because they want to get to the next level income-wise. And so it's, it's unbelievable how many salespeople are afraid to pick up the phone or ask for the sale or go into a networking function. And it's, it's so understandable when you kind of break it down and say, you're putting yourself out there. You're, you're opening yourself to rejection. Of course you're afraid of that. But there are things that you can do, baby steps that you can take to build up that confidence and to shift in the way that you look at it so that you're getting excited about the number of no's you're going to get because you know it's a numbers game and that many no's is going to get you to the yes. And you just shift the way that you look at it. With most fears, it's really about shifting the focus and being able to take the small steps. It's like when you're decluttering, right? Do you say, oh my gosh, I have to clean this entire house and it's, it's you know, Porterville, right? No, because that's overwhelming. But if you say, I'm going to clean this one drawer <laughs> or this one closet, you can do that. You can take that action. It gives you the momentum and the energy to continue. The same thing with any other action, whether it's in sales or whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're in the corporate world looking to um, move up into a leadership role. These are sometimes difficult and fearful things because you're doing something uncomfortable. You're taking that next step. Um, but if that's what you want, if that's what you say that you want, then there are things that you can do to get there and to feel amazing doing it. It's so true. I mean, I mean, I went through this journey, you know, 20 years ago, Heather, and I remember certain things that I would avoid and I was scared to do. And obviously my bravado would mask it and find excuses mm -hmm. to justify things. But like you said, it was, you know, if you, you just trusted the journey, trusted the process and let go 
of what you can control and do and do what you can that even through the the highs and lows of that process as long as you're committed to the results that you're seeking you will eventually will find it i mean and that's where i guess you know like you talked about get coming out of your comfort zone you know, each and every day. It doesn't have to be, you know, to the extreme, every, you know, but just something that mm-hmm. you're doing something that does, it's not keeping you safe, you know, in your shell, so to speak, that you're doing something to come out of that shell. And that's so important. You know, for somebody that gets listening right now, what would you recommend? I mean, they're hearing this right now and they're probably absorbing it, trying to, you know, align it with where there are and what could they do? Mm-hmm. What would be something helpful, like just in general for everybody listening or will be listening uh, on demand that they could do right now to kind of take that step, you know, out of fear towards the results they seek? I would say um, awareness. Just simply have an awareness of two things. One is what you're saying to yourself. Uh, so we often don't even realize the ongoing dialogue that we have with ourselves. And we're our worst enemies when it comes to putting ourselves down and keeping us stuck and fearful. If you just are aware of, oh, that was such a stupid mistake. I can't believe I did that. That was so ridiculous. Those are things that people say to themselves. And when you have that awareness, And you can stop and say, okay, that was a mistake. People make mistakes all the time. What can I do differently? How can I learn from this? How can I, who can I ask to get a better result? Asking different questions. But that awareness is super, super important in shifting the focus and being able to take better action. And the second thing I would say is to use that awareness when it comes to who you're spending time with. Mm. There are things like gossip and negativity at the water cooler that are common, and we sometimes surround ourselves with people who are nagging, complaining, and negative, and we don't even realize that we're absorbing it, and it's toxic. Being aware of who we're surrounding ourselves with and consciously choosing, choosing to Fill your mind and your spirit with things that lift you up, with people that make you laugh, that that inspire you. You get to choose. People often give up the choice that they have in their life. You know, we can't. We can't control everything. That's big, right? We can't control what happens in the world. We can't control the economy or or the weather or what other people do. But we can control how we think and how we feel and how we respond. Don't give up that choice. That's so true. I mean, I mean, when you, like you just uh, talked about something, like when people are, you know, who you're around and and there's negativity, we always have a choice, like you said. And, you know, talk about like where, like if somebody's making that transition, one that might have not taken chances, one that was afraid to come out of their comfort zone, one that would allow fear Mm -hmm. to keep them stuck, but now they're making progress. Talk if you could talk about a little bit about like in that case when they're around certain people when they when is yeah. time to put up boundaries because I think when boundaries play an important mm. role and yeah. I think you know if you could talk about that it'd be great. Oh, of course. I mean, there's a couple of different aspects to this, but I'm so glad that you brought that up, Chris, because um, when you're going through that that process of improvement, like recognizing that, that you're awesome the way you are, but if let's say you want to do some personal development, you want to have a, a, a better life, right? You want to have a better outlook. You want to have a better job or whatever it is. So you're going through some personal or professional development. You're making some changes. Those changes will make other people uncomfortable. And even if they are people that are close to you, that care about you, it's still uncomfortable because they may be thinking to themselves, well, oh my gosh, this person's going to change. They're not going to, I'm not going to recognize them. They're not going to be who I thought they were. They may, they may change how they feel about me and it's frightening. So just to allow the other person to have the resistance without passion, passing judgment on them, but kind of removing yourself from it. You don't have to give into it. You can set up boundaries for yourself on 
A, the people that you spend time with, the, the amount of time that you spend in a negative situation, the amount of time that you say yes to things. I'm a yes person. I am a total, I'm going to say yes and I'll figure out how to do it and I want to, you know, help and serve. But if I don't consciously set up boundaries for myself, the, the world could suck me dry from my energy, from my power, because I'm I would be giving into everyone else's priorities. So when you consciously choose to follow your path, you have to choose the amount of time that you spend on it, the amount of time that you limit doing other things, because you know, you know with conviction that when you follow this path, you'll ultimately be serving a bigger purpose anyway, but you're doing it from that place of fire and passion and excitement and purpose. And it's so amazing when you do that. Ah, so true. I know. I know personally for me, I, I'm like you. You know, I, I I I say yes, and I try. You know, I, I'll figure it out as we go, or draw upon what I know best, and then find the right resources to leverage the things that I'm not good at to help make that happen. But yeah, if you don't don't allow boundaries, like you said, to to you know to to you know keep you focused on the things that you said yes to like you said it could just suck you dry and stretch you into all these different directions just to magnify those fears and those uh things those limited beliefs that you have about yourself so true in this uh we got this time of the year oh god no no i said we got about less than 30 seconds but go ahead if you want to like about 10 we could continue right after the break go ahead real quickly yeah real quickly this time of the year we have to be a Especially conscious of boundaries. And are you doing something because it's expected or because you take joy in it, in helping other people or in, in for your, your own personal satisfaction? Then it's, then it's great. But if you're doing things and stressed out and overwhelmed because of expectations, you need to take a real close look at that. Absolutely. Again, you're listening to Heather Hanson O'Neill. Find your fire. We're going to be right back. And you just sparked another question I cannot wait to ask you after the break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with uh, Heather Hanson O'Neill, Find Your Fire. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, EFA Movement, or Empowered Fathers in Action. Again, we encourage you to check out what they're doing at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. 
Uh, so, Heather, we had left off. We were talking about, you know, fears and how to overcome them uh, to move forward out of our comfort zones and the importance of establishing boundaries to keep us on track. And I thought, you know, this would be a great question or a topic, you know, a subtopic that we could talk about with Find Your Fire, especially at this time of year and helping us to keep focused what we talked about. And that would be with the goal setting aspect. So let's talk about, you know, your your perspective and what you feel that, you know, what you've done with companies and leaders and entrepreneurs, what would be a great process to discuss and and offer value in terms of goal setting for the listeners here today. Okay, I would love this. I absolutely love this topic. Uh, this time of the year, I get so excited, um, and I spend a lot of time helping my clients, both the individuals as well as within organizations, to set and achieve the results that they want. Um, now, goals. You know, I'm a forward-focused person, as you know, um, but you, you do really also need to go back first and say, okay, at this time of the year, what happened this past year? What were the successes? What were the challenges? What worked really well? What would I do differently? Who are my favorite clients? What did I miss out on? And go back and kind of take a review so that you know what lessons you can learn for the following year. Too few people do that and they don't really take into, they don't track their progress and they don't take into account the lessons that they need to learn so that they can move forward more effectively the following year. When it comes to goal setting, I like to think big but act small. And what I mean is I start with the big vision and say, okay, for this next year or for the next five years, three years, what do I want to accomplish? I, you know, I visualize it. I look at all the different elements of it. How is it going to make me feel? How, how, what do I want you know, financially, career-wise, relationships, help, spirituality, any of that? Look at the big picture and then hone in on the specific specific areas that are most important to take actions on and get really super laser focused. I think that when you, you do the bigger vision look, then you have that why. Um, I, I think that if you have a strong enough why, you can achieve any what. So you, you need to start with that. But then if you don't hone in and get really super clear on the actions that you need to take to support that big vision, then you get carried away. And we just were talking about the boundaries. You get carried away with life things that happen and, like I said, other people's priorities and things. And then you end up halfway through the year saying, wait a minute, I didn't even make a dent in the results that I was looking for. So when you put the plan in place and get laser focused on the specific actions that you want to take and then set up times to track, how am I doing with this? What's working? What's not working? What do I need to tweak to get back on track and then celebrate the successes? This is a, this is a system that really, really works. And being able to tie in, if you're, let's say you're working in an organization, to tie in that big why really helps to reduce siloing of teams. Um, a lot of times when I'm working with big companies, I come into one team and find out the reason that they're not very successful is that all these other teams are working individually. They're not sharing best practices. They're not looking at the big vision together, and they're not, you know, celebrating. And so there are things that you can do. There are specific actions that you can take. There are specific processes that you can go through that, that set you up for success. And when you break it down that way, it's so much more manageable. It's so much, when you, you look at the connections that you need, the relationships that you need to build, the, you know, the sales that you need to make to make your numbers, you can look at it in such a small, minute way that what is the one action I have to do today? And that can, that you can, that you can wrap your head around, you can take action on that, and then you within just a short amount of time, you see the momentum that comes from that from an energy standpoint and from direct results. Mm. 
So powerful. And like I said, I mean, this is something, like you said, it, you know, it, when you're able to put it down on paper and you can map it out, you know, it, it, it what did you say? Like, even it gets back to what we talked what you were talking about before. It'll actually help you to offset that fear because oftentimes the fear is because we don't have it written down. We're going off of like, you well, know, yeah, we, don't know. Yes. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's so, so true. <laughs> and you can and, also, you know, you can have accountability that way. When you, yeah. either with a coach or with a friend or with, you can have someone hold you accountable when you've written it down and you, maybe sometimes there are a lot of groups. Um, I, I have a group that, that does so well because they hold each other accountable and it's really, really powerful. So when you write it down, then you can share it too. And you made a great point before when you talked about, and this is the thing sometimes where people get caught up because they're caught up in what they do. And, mm-hmm. and, and it always gets back to what you said be, just before about the why, because, you know, yeah. are there going to be challenges? There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be setbacks. Of course there are. I mean, that's, you know, that's what, that's how, how we, how we become and learn and really be appreciate and be grateful for the results that we obtain. So talk, if you could talk about that, really emphasize that importance because that about the why, because when there is a road, a bump in the road, so to speak, and you're saying, well, God, I'm following mm-hmm. these goals. They're outlined. They're specific. The, you know, I, I connected the dots and what's happened here? Why is this happening? That that it's always mm-hmm. going back to that why. Talk about that because I think that's where a lot of people sure. kind of steer off course or drop the ball or get caught up in, you know, the shiny objects when those things happen. <laughs> oh, so, so true. I'm a recovering shiny object person. <laughs> I, I like, I love variety. I love flexibility. Um, but I have really taught myself to kind of rein it in and say, I can do that other, pro- I'll write it down and I'll do that other project someday. But right now I'm focusing on this because this is what I said I wanted to accomplish and I'm really attached to the why. That why um, is really, really powerful, just like you said, in particular during challenging times, because it is so easy to give up or get distracted or procrastinate if you don't have a powerful why. And one of the things that I talk with people about is that it can't be a superficial why. It has to be deep and it has to be emotional. So I like to tell people to ask why like six, seven times. You know, why do you want to start this new business? Well, because I want to work from home. Well, why do you want to work from home? Because I want the flexibility of being there for my kids. And why is that important to you? Well, because when I was younger, I didn't have that. And I really want to give them that support, that love and attention that they need while still being able to create the income that will make a better lifestyle. And why is that important? You know, so you keep asking the why until you get to that point of, wow, I am so emotionally attached to this right now. I would do anything to achieve this. Why? And if you don't have that, it is so easy to be distracted in today's world. Ah, it is so true. It is so true. I, I'll tell you, I learned the hard way years ago, you know, because I always would just go off on tangents and just never finish what I started because I was operating from what and never the why. And that's so key. So I would like, you know, for the, you know, couple minutes, Heather, if you could share from your, you know, you're, you're a fantastic speaker. And in addition to being a coach and, you know, in terms of finding your fire, this is something obviously how people can really feel your fire because of how you communicate, engage people with the information that you're speaking about today. You know, talk up a little bit about like not only, you know, you know, with you it's speaking, with me it's speaking, but maybe somebody else it could be mm-hmm. something else. It could be that they're a great writer, a blogger or, you know, they're great on video right. or whatever the case. Talk about where that could be play an important role in a couple minutes um, you know, in okay. terms of you know supporting that? Fire. Yeah. 
That is such a great question. And for me, uh, you know, you and I both love the speaking aspect and it brings me energy. And that reciprocal energy from the audience is incredibly powerful. And you can get your message out and inspire so many more people. And then you get those emails back. Oh my God, it changed my life. All of that. That's awesome. But that's not the same for everybody. So what it really comes down to is finding your story. Now, for me, the reason why my audiences connect with me is because of stories that I tell that creates emotion in them that is really about them because they can relate to the stories, they can be inspired by the stories. So for you, for your listeners, it you don't have to be a speaker, maybe you are, but find your story, be authentic. Authentic. Be okay with the times that you messed up and tell that story. Or, you know, be aware of how the different journey and what makes you who you are. And sharing that authentically is really powerful. It could be through a blog, through your writing, if you're a really yeah. good writer. It could be through videos on YouTube. It could be live speaking. It could be in your interactions one-on-one on a sales yeah. situation. It could be any of those. But if you find your story and are willing to be transparent with it, you will draw people to you. When I started, yeah. I thought I had to be like, all oh, this perfect speaker and people were not as drawn as when I started telling the stories of Story. me falling down, making mistakes, you know, the bumps in the road. People are drawn to that because we're human. Yeah. It's the human. It's so it's, it's the relatability, like you said. I mean, people want to, yeah. people connect with people they relate to. Heather, we only have about less than two minutes. I want to make sure people know where to find you to continue this story of finding your fire that you can help them. Let people know where they can find you as well as what you're up sure. to. We have about less than a minute before close. Okay. Um, my email is heather at heatherhansenoneal.com. H-A-N-S-E-N-O-N-E-I-L-L. I would recommend that people email me if they're all interested in getting, you know, just some free feedback. I have a free goal-setting webinar coming up on December 30th. I've got a Firestarter 2020 small group coaching intensive coming up January 1st. I've got opportunities for speaking, but no matter what, even if you don't want to do any of that, if you have a question, if you need some inspiration, if you're if you're dealing with a, a fear, send me an email. I will take the time to respond to any of them and give you the the my energy and my insight as best that I can. Thank you so much, Heather. Again, we highly encourage you, everyone that's listening or will be listening, to check out Heather at her website. We'll be posting that later today. We encourage you to take advantage of her special offer to connect, to see uh, if you just want to talk about what's going on and where you might uh, need some help. Again, no obligations, but she is a person that can truly help you. Thank you, guests, for joining us each and every week, the Sustainable Success Way. We want to wish everyone here a joyous holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, wherever you are. And again, we will see you the day after Christmas right here at the same time at Sustainable Success. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.